Hello, everybody. Uh, straight into it this week. I've made a miraculous recovery. Uh, the return, I think they're calling it. I can't believe that I'm alive after the last uh, week or so. Um, basically on my deathbed, uh, but I've risen up like a phoenix and here we are. Now I'm pumped, ready to go, ready to face the cats. Um, have I been more pumped for a game in my entire life than North Melbourne going down to Geelong uh, to play the cats? Yes, I have. But that's fine. I'm keeping the energy high. And uh, look, we did get some positive news though. We got Cooper Harvey's playing. So does that make me want to watch the game a bit more? It does. Absolutely. Um, but if you listened to my podcast a few days ago, you know that I don't think this game is going to end well. But I'm all about honesty, positivity, but if there's no positives, I'm not going to make them up. So anyway, let's get into it. Um, we did get the team announced, so let me uh, pretend that I am professional and I definitely should have had the team sitting in front of me before I talked to you guys, but here we are. Uh, clearly, I'm not as recovered as maybe once thought. Um, all right, let's go through the team, then we'll go through the new Guernsey we've got. Is it good? Is it bad? You'll get my thoughts and uh, Nostalgic Player of the Week. That'll be fun. And uh, what else do we usually do around here? But he, uh, I'll tip some teams and I'll tell you who's going to win. And I'll go probably nine from nine. So the team dropped a few hours ago. And in, it's an extended squad because it's on a Sunday. We know North is the, the team of Sundays. In, Lockie Young, Charlie Lazaro, Cooper Harvey, Tristan Jerry. And Flynn Perez. Out Liam Shields and Will Phillips. Uh, initial thoughts out uh, Liam Shields. I think he had a calf or something or a quad or something like that. That's all right. I'm sure he'll be back in the team soon. He's been pretty good this year. Uh, Will Phillips dropped. It says omitted. Uh, but if you did watch the press conference today, I think it was, he got elbowed in the eye and has one of the all-time great shiners on his face. So I assume... It's because of that. I don't know why they wrote omitted instead of injured, but um, look, as far as I know, it's just because of his eye, because he's been playing all right. So let's not freak out about that one. As for the ins, let's talk about a couple of these. First one, Cooper Harvey. Let's go Coops. He's earned it. Um, kicking bags of goals in the VFL. And uh, it's good for a North Melbourne side to have a Harvey back on the field. I Hopefully he lifts us a little bit. I think, I'm assuming he'll play forward. That'll be exciting. Uh, just a little bit of an extra, I don't know, something different up there, I hope. Um, I assume he's not too dissimilar to a Paul Curtis, who I would really like to fire and, and do something. But um, good to see Cooper Harvey running around, and I'll be watching just because of him. Just like last year when Jackson Archer played his first game, hopefully he gets into a biff at uh, the first bounce. Um, if Cooper Harvey gets the ball, takes seven bounces and hits the post in this game as well, um, that will be a highlight that will be replayed for generations. Uh, hitting the post is way harder than kicking a goal. We know that. So let's not beat around the bush. Um, Tristan Jerry is the other one. And yes, uh, Trist Tristan Jerry has been a polarizing figure on the Further North podcast. Um, Maybe I think a few of you guys maybe took my Tristan Jerry queries a little bit too seriously, but I am excited to see him in here. Um, I'm excited to see him play a full game of football, we hope, and uh, show me what he can do because Tristan Jerry still needs to prove it to me. But do I want him to be able to do it? Absolutely. Was his game in the VFL fantastic? Absolutely. So 
this is a game for me where Tristan Jerry can buy some respect from me and uh, show me that we've got some ruck stocks for the future where, as for when Goldie leaves, you know what I mean? So I'm excited to watch Big X play. Um, he's got massive arms as well. Like I've never seen a man with arms this size. It's maybe Majak. Man, I would love man versus Majak, uh, but Jerry is that man. So hopefully we can get Madge back to the club and maybe just do an arm wrestle or something. I really need to see that. Maybe they could put that on instead of this game on the weekend because we know who's going to win the game, but we don't know who's going to win in an arm wrestle or halftime entertainment. I'll, I'll message the club. It's fine. Um, Lockie Young. That's an interesting one. He's played a right in the VFL. I wouldn't mind seeing Lockie Young get a game. Um, I don't, I think he'd be like a sub at best, but um yeah, he's playing well. He deserves a shot this year. I've got no problems with Lockie Young being in the squad. Charlie Lazaro, um, once again, I don't have an issue with him sort of being in the squad. I just don't think he's going to make it. Uh, he's a very good VFL player, but every time he steps up to the AFL, he doesn't quite do it. Um, I know he's not really playing in his preferred position right in the center, but <clears throat> we actually have depth in that position, so it's hard to get in, and I'm not complaining about that. So... I could see him as a super sub for sure. One thing I will say that I never thought I would say, and I'm not sure I even believe, Daniel Howe is tearing the VFL apart. The dude is too good for the VFL as well. And I kind of want him to be the sub. No, oh, that God, that feels bad. Um, I don't know. He's just, he's, he's too good for the VFL, but I don't want him in the, Starting 22, I think he could also be an effective sub. Um, but, look, he's not even in the squad, so who cares? Um, and Flynn Perez is here as well. Flynn Perez is awful. I don't want Flynn Perez in the team. Um, I know that he's young and he apparently showed something last year. I, I'm not sure what that is, but other people seem to like Flynn Perez. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not on the Flynn Perez train. So hopefully he doesn't make the uh, make the team. Uh, if you want my bench and sub and who to drop, on the bench I would probably go, these are the players named on the bench currently. Zeeble, Common Jones, Young, Goldstein, Bergman, Greenwood, Perez, Lazaro. Zeeble's in, Common Jones is in, Hugh Greenwood's in, Miller Bergman's in. Does Goldie get dropped this game? I think I'd maybe rest Goldie. That doesn't feel good either. Mm. Um, and I'd probably have... Oh, I'd chuck Lockie Young as a sub. Who cares? Chuck him as a sub. He's hungry. He probably wants to play and prove something. So on the bench, I would go Zeeble, Coleman Jones, Greenwood, Bergman. And Lockie Young gets the sub spot. So that means Lazaro, Goldstein and Perez don't make the cut. Sorry, Goldie. I feel so bad. I love Goldstein so much, but last couple of weeks, he hasn't quite been on it. So I think um, let's give him a spell, see what Jerry does, and then those two can battle it out for the uh, for the ruck spot for the rest of the year. Um, I would definitely be giving Goldie another contract, just a one-year deal for next year, though, because the jury is still out a little bit on Jerry for me, as we know. But um don't come at me because I know how passionate Jerry fans every single listener of this podcast is. Except for Marnie. She questions it too. But uh, it's only us two, it seems like. Um, 
do I think we've got a shot at winning this game? I don't really, to be honest. And I, and I don't like being that guy. But, you know, it's not an authentic podcast. I can't sleep at night if I lie to you guys and think we're going down with a shot of winning this. Um, we're not going to win this game. But I think, you know, if we can keep it respectable again, this is an okay honourable loss for me. Um, but there is games coming up in the future that will not be honourable losses anymore. Um I did feel like I was a little bit negative in the last podcast, but, you know, it's just kind of is what it is. It's how I feel, and I think that's kind of what I do this podcast for as well. Um, I'm done with the honourable loss thing. So, you know, Geelong this week, but who have we got next week? I'm going to have a quick look. Oh, that's where we've got the Hawks next week. Okay, so absolutely we must be winning that. Sunday, one ten at Marvel. I think there might be Bay 29 action uh, then, but I will share all that information with you. And so will the close to a flag boys. Um, next week's the big one. So let's just get through this game injury free. Um, let's do, tri- oh, it sounds so bad, but like don't treat it as a training drill, but let's really nail some of these things that we're trying to get right. Let's actually have a system in our defense to be able to defend and shut the Hawks down next week. So let's use the game like that. No injuries, please. Um, I think I said a few weeks ago, zero contested possessions for this game. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, let's see what we can do. An honourable loss is okay. Um, That's basically all the team news and my prediction on the game. Um, Let's keep this one short and sweet. Let's just do a few tips for the round. Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday night and the Tigers are currently up by one point over Richmond. I might have to go tune into that one. I'm going to say the Tigers get that one in the end. Uh, where is it? MCG. Yeah, I'll go Tigers. I'll go Tigers. Um, Collingwood Bulldogs. That might be an all right game, actually. Collingwood will win, but I think the Bulldogs, it's a bit of a test for them. Let's see if they're actually, you know, top eight quality or they're just going to scrape in or just miss. Um, Brisbane and West Coast. Um, good job for West Coast last week. I, I, you know, it was funny seeing them get absolutely slaughtered, but... Um, they came out and showed some fight, which we haven't done at some times, at some points in this year. So good on West Coast. They are paying $34 <laughs> to $1, which is one of the biggest margins I've ever seen. Uh, Brisbane take this one at the Gabba. Giants and Hawks, anything could happen there. Uh, $5.50 to $1.14. Uh, I think the Giants will probably win it because the Hawks have looked pretty bad in the last few weeks, but I would love the Giants to belt them. Uh, this week going into next week. So they're down on confidence. So I'll go the Giants, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Hawks had a cheeky upset there. Saints D's. I'm tipping the Saints in this one. The D's do not look at it at the moment. Um, They look down on confidence, down on form. And uh, yeah, I'm not on the D's train like I was at the start of the year. They were my premiership tip. Jeez, they've been just meh, haven't they? So I'm tipping the Saints in this one, actually. Port Suns, uh, I mean, Port are going to absolutely destroy them. Uh, Essendon and Adelaide, that'll be a really good game, I reckon. I reckon the Bombers get them, but it would not surprise me if this goes either way. This could be game of the round, to be honest. I think the Saints Ds and Bombers Crows could be uh, brilliant games of footy. I'll tip the Bombers, but just, just. Uh, Frio Carlton, give me Frio. Give me Frio. The Blues will get sent back down to earth. Um, yeah, next week, the, the the Bloody Hawks, guys, I'm terrified. I tell you what, I am terrified. 
All right. Nostalgic player of the week. Let's get through these. Nostalgic player of the week. We're going to go Lee Brown. I know I posted this one a couple of weeks ago, um, but this one got a lot of comments and people seem to really uh, enjoy, enjoy the, you know, the Lee Brown memories, which we've got many. So let's read out a couple of comments about Lee Brown, your favorite Lee Brown memories. Um, Peter D. Flarty says, we could definitely do with the Anvil. Oh, I forgot his nickname was Anvil. Keeping us straight and the opposition honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. I forgot that was his nickname, to be honest with you. Man, I, I wish I remembered how long Lee Brown played for, for North Fall, but look, he's a Collingwood Premiership player, so I have a weird feeling maybe more people remember him for that. But in our hearts here, no. Uh, North Melbourne underscore vintage, which is a great Facebook, Facebook, Instagram page to follow. A lot of North content. I think, I think he posted some Shannon Grant content today and I love that. Um, their page says, day he kicked six versus Adelaide round one in 2003, man was on fire. Um, don't remember that personally, but, um, this is why you go over to North Melbourne underscore vintage. That's the only place you, you really get those deep, dark memories. Barney underscore 94, kicking six of the G against the Crows in 2004. Um, I think that was re- remarking the same game as North Vintage there. Um, one says 2003, one says 2004. Did you do it two years in a row? Probably not. Um, if it was 2003 or four, doesn't matter. He kicked six in the opening round. We know that. A first round specialist. Uh, we've got... Oscar Banks underscore, meeting him at the Hilton breakfast buffet before the Manuka Fitzroy game. Yeah, he looks like a man who would love a buffet. Uh, Joe Mars, 27, the paddle pop lion. He did have that sort of hair, didn't he? Bloody Lee Brown, what a cheeky devil. All right, we're going to jump over to Facebook and get a couple of your Lee Brown memories. What have we got here? Jeez, we've got a few here. Uh, Glenn Lavender, a regular around here. Wow, that 65-meter torp in the prelim that bounced right at 90 degrees to go through for a goal. Pity it wasn't us uh, he was playing for. Well, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, you know, only blue and white stripe memories around here. Um, does sound like something Lee Brown would do, though, to be fair. Greg uh, Nelly says, versus the Western Bulldogs, 2003. Jeez, this was his year, wasn't it? Where we came back from a few... Um, down he bombed a massive goal yeah okay so bringing us back and getting us ahead classic lee brown stuff matthew samaya oh man what's this little flick in your name i'm awful at these uh matthew samia hoagie hoge one of those hoge hoge yeah yeah old maddie my mate matt one of the all-time great bum tappers after someone else had kicked a goal no anvil disrespect around here, Matthew. But uh, yeah, he got, he got around it, didn't he? Matt De Bruyne, not like Kevin De Bruyne, but De Bruyne, one of those. Every time he screamed at me at training and between match breaks and he's tagged Cam, which must be his brother. Um, then Cam says, Matt just kicked a goal. Uh, of the magic goal of the year. Get him off and I've had enough. Is this some inside joke, lads? Please let me know. Thank you for the comment. And Jimmy Stevens says when he left. Oh, what a way to end the Lee, Brown, the Lee Brown memories. No, we loved Lee Brown. Come on, guys. Don't ever suggest you guys didn't love Lee Brown. 
Well, that's basically it for this week, guys. Uh, thank you for listening again. Hopefully we perform well against the Cats and Cooper has a brilliant debut. I hope for more lucky goals to, uh, you know, extend the lead on Oscar Allen. Um, Big Ant is absolutely distraught and he doesn't know what to do. Um, Wardlaw, 30-touch game. Sheezel, keep doing what you do. And, uh, yeah, let's see if we just – please don't get belted, you know what I mean? Anyway, guys, uh, we'll talk to you probably either Monday or Tuesday. We'll try and get the podcast out Monday. And, uh, yeah, talk to you guys again soon. Kanga Kangas, Bay 29 Info coming for the Hawks game next week. Love you guys. Bye.